welcome, welcome back to the Jay Galloway Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I want to want to talk about joy, joy in the Lord. The situation around the world is bad, <clears throat> for all standards, but we still need to find joy in, in, in Christ. The people are losing jobs, losing their houses, not unable to feed their family because they're being forced to close their businesses or businesses are being forced to close it's terrible but the one thing that always keeps me grounded is knowing that I have the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and if you are a follower of Christ and you do believe in the Lord I want to just take a minute to encourage you and say that all is not lost that he is sovereign he's in control and he knows what's going on and he leaves us some scriptures in his word to help us to give us strength in these times when we feel when we feel lost when we're going through the ringer when things look so bad we, we don't know how we're going to keep the lights on or put food on the table God gives us scriptures to give us strength and there's those I want to go over a few of those today because I think we can all use it we're all human we all get weak and we all struggle so I just went through some scriptures today that I want to share that might be able to help and bless and encourage someone who may be going through a difficult time during this this tyranny that's being perpetrated on, on the world, really, not just America. The first scripture I want to look at is Psalms, verse 35. Psalms, chapter 35, verse 9. And it says, So my soul shall rejoice in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. No matter what storms, no matter what trials, no matter what tribulations we're going through, I think it's helpful if we continue to remember that we can always have joy, no matter how turbulent the situation in our life is. We can always have joy, as the scripture says, in the Lord's salvation. We know that when this life is over, when we pass over, when we die, when we make it to the other side we're going to see the joy we're going to be in the joy in the presence of the Lord the one who loves us more than anyone the one who died for us and rose again who gave us forgiveness of our sins and I think that it's beneficial if we can recall these scriptures recall the scripture in Psalms Psalms 35 9 it says my soul shall rejoice in the Lord my soul shall rejoice in the Lord. I think if we affirm that and we say that daily, when we wake up, commit the scripture to memory. So my soul shall rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall rejoice. Not my. It's not my soul might rejoice in the Lord. It's not my my soul should rejoice in the Lord. It's not. It'd be a good idea if my my soul rejoiced in the Lord. No, my soul shall rejoice in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. How do we rejoice in the Lord? We rejoice in his salvation. We remind ourselves daily. We remind ourselves hourly. We remind ourselves every minute, every second, if we have to, that our soul is to rejoice in the Lord and to rejoice in his salvation of us. That's going to give us strength. That's going to help us to stay grounded when we face these difficult difficult times that we're facing the next scripture i want to look at is isaiah 61 
verse 10 and it says i will rejoice greatly in the lord this one takes it up a notch not just i will rejoice in the lord i will rejoice greatly in the lord how many of us can say we rejoice greatly in the lord this isn't gonna this isn't gonna happen by osmosis this isn't just gonna happen by happen chance this has to be something that we do purposefully this has to be something that we make an effort to do rejoice in the lord greatly my soul will be joyful in my god for he has clothed clothed me with garments of salvation again we can always rejoice that we are saved we know the creator we know where we're going when this is all over we know what our future and our eternity holds for us we can always find joy in that no matter what happens we can always find joy in the fact that god is our savior he has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness <coughs> as a groom puts on a turban and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels he has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness we got to remember that we're called to live lives of righteousness to him and when we do that he blesses us he gives us joy he gives us peace yeah he gives us grace and mercy and always rejoice in the Lord greatly. And we can always remember that he has wrapped us and clothed us in righteousness. Not a righteousness of our own. Not because of some great thing that we did. Or some great value we have. But because when you become a believer in Christ. You get wrapped in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. His righteousness. His perfect life. Is applied to your life. As if you were perfect like he was. So we are clothed in his righteousness. And if we if there's one thing we can find joy in, it's knowing that we're clothed in the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ. Not that we are perfect, we'll never be perfect on this side of glory, but God treats us as if we were perfect because we have his righteousness through Jesus. If you can't find joy in that, no matter what you're going through, then keep working on it. We're all human. We're not perfect. But we got to remember, we're clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. I want to look at Psalm 13.5. It says, but I have trusted in your faithfulness. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. Come on now. Come on. That's, just, that's encouraging me right now. But I have trusted in your faithfulness. How many of us have trusted in, in his faithfulness? How many times do we start to wane? How many times do we start to lose our trust in how faithful he is? Do you know what it means when it says he's faithful? That means we can trust him. We can depend on him. No matter the storms of our lives, he is faithful. And this psalm is saying, I've trusted and your faithfulness. I think a lot of times we lose joy when we face difficult situations because we stop trusting in his faithfulness. He's so faithful. We're so unfaithful. But he's always faithful. If we hang and cling, hang on to and cling on to that faithfulness that he has, that's going to help us to keep our joy, to keep our, our, our strength, our passion, our drive for the things that are pleasing him. That's going to help us <clears throat> to not be depressed that's going to help us to stay strong that's going to help us to face all the challenges we're dealing with i have trust we need to remind ourselves daily to trust in his faithfulness if we can remember that 
we'd be in a much better place as a people. And the end of the, that scripture says, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. These scriptures are always saying, I rejoice in his salvation. And I think that's ultimately what it comes back to, is that we know that in the end, we win, we've already won. And we know that we can trust him. And we know that we can rejoice because he saved us. He, I think it's so big, it's so huge that these psalmists keep pointing out. I rejoice and my heart rejoices in your salvation. Because the single most important thing that a person could do on this side of eternity is to repent and confess Jesus as Lord and to surrender your lives to him. What's more important? This life is but a vapor. The Bible declares this life is like a breath. So like the steam that comes off of your coffee coffee, or it comes off of your tea. As it comes up and it goes into the into the air, it disappears quickly. And that's how the Bible describes our life here. It's finite and it's super short in comparison to eternity. Eternity never ends. It's always going on forever and ever and ever. So when these psalmists are saying, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation, it's saying, I'm saved. I know that this time here is small in the, in, in, in the grand scheme of things. It's going, to be, it's going to be insignificant. And so I'm going to hold on to joy no matter what's going on around me because I know I'm safe in your arms when I pass over to the other side. And that should always be able to bring a joy to a, to a follower, to a sincere believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to look at Habakkuk, verse 3, chapter 18. And it says, Yet I will triumph in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. I love that word. I love that verse because it says, I will triumph. It reminds me of being a victor. You know, not a victim. Triumph. Yet I will triumph in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. How many, how many times, honestly, if we're being honest with ourselves, how many times we see ourselves as triumphant? I would, I would go a long way to say that there's a lot of times we don't. <clears throat> we can walk around knowing that we are triumphant in God, in the Lord Jesus Christ, because we belong to Him, because He's chosen us. <clears throat> to be in his kingdom and we know that we have access to power that the world knows nothing about and that if we trust and are obedient to him we can triumph over any obstacle or challenge we face not in our own power not in our own ability but in his and just recognizing that we're victors and that we're triumphant in him in Christ can help us to have joy, to maintain our joy, and to even increase our joy. To not, to not play the victim, to not have a victimhood mentality, but to know we are triumphant. We we are triumphant. We have the God of creation, <clears throat> the one who created everything, the one who's all powerful and all knowing, living inside of us via the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit. There's no way you can embrace that and not believe that you're triumphant. We're triumphant in everything we do. 
we just have to remind ourselves that and walk in that and to have the faith to believe in that and to stay focused and realize that we're victors and we're triumphant and yet again to rejoice in the in the God of my salvation we should rejoice because we're triumphant and we should rejoice because we have a savior who has saved us from the fiery pits of hell a place that's going to be so so painful in so many ways that we can't even imagine it and to know that we don't have to go there that we will not go there is enough to rejoice at all times I want to look at Psalms 46 verses 1 through 3 and that reads God is our refuge and strength the very ready help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth shakes and the mountains slip into the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam though the mountains quake at its swelling pride can I get an amen? Come on, come on. Can I get an amen? God is our refuge and strength. We get strength from God. We get our protection from God. A very ready help in trouble. This is beautiful. Listen to this. He's our refuge and our strength and a very ready help in times of trouble. Trouble describes all of 2020. There's trouble, trouble, trouble. But how often do we take the time to realize that in the midst of trouble, God is our refuge and our strength? Man, that's powerful. I hope that of everything that I've, that I've said here today, that you walk away and remember that God is our refuge and strength, a very ready help in trouble. Being that he is our refuge and our strength, <clears throat> and the very ready help in times of trouble, the psalmist goes on to say, therefore, we will not fear. Yes, 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 yes. Fear. You're nothing to fear but fear yourself. <clears throat> the fair man brings a snare. But trust in the Lord, you shall be safe. The fair man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. God is our refuge and strength, a very ready help in trouble therefore we will not fear we have we don't have to fear we're going to fear because we're human but as soon as we feel that we can kick in the gear and claim this scripture psalms 46 1 to 3 as soon as that fear comes on this quote god is our refuge make it personal god is my refuge and strength he's a very ready help he's not just a help it says he's a very ready help to me i picture him standing there or sitting there standing there ready to just ready to be tagged in just ready to say come on i'm ready i'm ready to help you through this trust me have faith call on me pray to me study read your word listen to good messages i'm ready come on so powerful it's it's it's, it's life transforming if you really start to take it in and embrace it through though the earth shakes and the mountains slip into the heart of the sea those waters roar and foam though the mountains quake at its swelling pride no matter what's going on no matter the mountains we have in our lives no matter the deep waters we travel in we don't have to be fearful 
Why don't we have to be prayerful? Because God is our refuge and strength. And if we're ready help in times of trouble. So we don't have to fear. Uh, bless the Lord for that truth. <clears throat> the last verses I want to look at is Isaiah. <clears throat> chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2. And it reads. Then you will say on that day. I will give thanks to you Lord. For although you are angry with me. Your anger is turned away. And you comfort me. Behold God is my salvation. I will trust. Not be afraid. I'm going to read that again. Behold, God is my salvation. Hallelujah. I will trust and not be afraid. Amen. I have to read that one more time. God is my salvation. Let that sink deep into your spirit and soul. God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. You got to meditate on that. It's verses like that. Meditating on scripture like that. Letting the God of the word of God seep deep into your spirit and soul like that. Will manifest things in you you didn't even know were in there. Something, a verse like that. Meditated on. Focused on. Dwelled on. Will drive so much of the pain. Of the sorrow. Of the depression away but you gotta feed on this you gotta nourish this I will God is my salvation and I will trust and not be afraid we do not have to be afraid for the Lord God he is my strength and he is my song and has become my salvation let's lean on the Lord for strength today let's lean on the Lord as our song as we sing to him and praise him in, in song, in hymns, as we remember what he's done for us, as, as we remember all that he's doing for us and will do for us, let us just remember how good he is. Let these scriptures go back and read some of these scriptures, meditate on these scriptures, memorize some of these scriptures. Let the word of God do its work in your soul and in your heart to help if there's ever a time that we need to dwell on the word of the living God who called us into his <clears throat> heavenly kingdom now is the time I hope and pray that going through these verses has been a blessing to you <clears throat> it's going to give you strength for the day that it's going to be a help in time of need and it's going to give you an encouragement and the strength to stand up under whatever you're going through. I don't know what you're going through. The Lord knows what you're going through. But stay stay in the word. Stay focused. Keep praying. Trust in him. Be not afraid. And continue to rejoice in the God of your salvation. Thanks for listening today. Have a good one. And I will catch you next time.